Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, Cougar Nation? Lauren McClain here alongside Cleon Wall, and we're doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. Here's what's coming up on the show today. We sent Jason Shepard to Big 12 Media Days with a few questions we came up with for some of the players. Today we're hearing from quarterback Keaton Slovis talking how the Big 12 compares to other P5s he's been a part of, his favorite NFL QB, and which sport he'd play if he wasn't playing football. Plus, BYU defensive end Tyler Batty tells us which conference foe he's most excited to play, what position he'd play besides his own, and what he loves about the new defense. But first, Colorado is coming home. The former Big 8 and then Big 12 member is leaving the Pac-12 to rejoin the Big 12. They'll join the conference next season without having to pay an exit fee. Even though Deion Sanders is the newest head coach, this football team hasn't been good. It's only had two winning seasons since 2006, and one of them was the 4-2 record in the pandemic shortened season of 2020. So what are the one or two things we like about the Buffs joining the conference and the one thing we don't like? Cleon, you go first. Okay, my number one thing... I- I like that CU, I'm going to go from the CU angle of things. I like that CU is going to get a few old rivalries back or old rivals back. Yeah, it would be great if Nebraska was part of this because Nebraska was one of their biggest rivals when they were in the old Big 8 together and also in the Big 12. But they're going to still get some old rivals back like Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Kansas. You know, those teams that they've been used to playing in years gone by, they're going to come back. So I kind of like that for Colorado, that they're going to play teams again that they left in the dust when they went to the Pac-12 back in 2011. Okay, I like that. Number one like for me is, and I don't know if you're going to like this, Cleon, but primetime Deion Sanders is going to bring (laughs) more eyes to the conference. And I know you think he might kind of overtake everything BYU is trying to accomplish in the Big 12, but it's just a fact. Brett Yormark wants entertainment, and primetime is it. He's going to bring more eyes to the conference, which means, you know, better TV deals and, and just everything that comes with that. Um, so, so that's the, that is the one thing I do like about Colorado. What do you not like? Okay. So that was, you, you just, you kind of gave it away, but that's fine. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I just think that this announcement and Deion Sanders will overshadow the other teams coming into the league. And I'm specifically thinking about BYU, but I, I could also say UCF or Houston or Cincinnati. Um, see you, you know, they've been bad at football, but they're a P5 team and that's what the big 12 wanted. But I'm afraid that, you know, those. it's just going to overshadow that UCF actually had a really good season last season. And they yeah. are the best team, you know, if we had to go last season to this season, they're, they're the best team coming into the Big 12. Uh, BYU could have one of the better teams or maybe the best team in the next few years. But, uh, you know, I guess we have to wait and see. I, I, I'm just afraid that this is all going to overshadow uh, the good news of, of the teams that are coming in. Well, and that's one thing I don't like. Colorado has been really bad at football. They were slated to be the youth rival when they joined the Pac-12, and that never happened because they weren't good. Do you remember youth fans were like, well, Colorado's our new yeah. rival now? Yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. The youths thrived, and Colorado did not. And so they'll be BYU's closest conference foe geographically for now, depending on what other team they add. And I don't want the conference to push that on BYU. I don't want... Colorado to be the quote unquote automatic rival for BYU because uh, they haven't been good. And, and honestly, you're afraid that Deion Sanders primetime might overshadow the new teams, give it one year. And if they're not good, then 
that shadow is going to get a heck of a lot smaller. What's one more thing that you like? I, I, I like that uh, BYU can now go to Colorado recruits and say, hey, we're right next door. You know, you don't have to. Um, uh, I, I know they've, they've had that maybe with Utah also, but. You know, everyone's going to be raiding Texas. I think BYU can now go into Colorado and say, hey, we're right next door. We're not that far away. Uh, Your parents are like an eight-hour drive or a one-hour flight to come to Provo or vice versa. They can go home pretty easy. They don't have to worry about flying all the way out to California or other states to see their kids for road games. Yes, it it might be a little bit of drive to Oklahoma and Kansas, but, you know, it's it's not a bad drive. And so I, I like the fact that BYU can now go to Colorado kids in a recruiting way and say, hey, guess what? We're right next door. Um, and, and we'd love for you to, to join our team, and, and your parents aren't that far. You're just far enough away, but you're not that far away that you can't come over and visit every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I like that. My last like is I like that the Big 12 is expanding more teams to the West. Uh, your mark wants to go coast to coast, and he's covering a lot of ground so far. TV companies have to be salivating of the Big 12's potential and its countrywide audience, and I think that's that's been the goal, and Colorado, I think, is a good step towards that. So the Big 12 isn't going to stay at 13 teams. Who is the team, Cleon, that you would like to see the Big 12 add next year? And there's only, I mean, as, as far as we know, only going to be one more team. And let's be realistic here. Who's that one team for you? You know, I, I want to say Utah because I love the rivalry. But I think they're staunch in remaining in the conference. I think they want the Pac-12 to survive. I'm going to say Arizona State. And here's why. It would mean that Arizona is more likely to come over now to the new Big 12. It's another close neighbor. BYU recruits pretty well in the state of Arizona, and that would, you know, fit them well. So, yeah, maybe a little selfish selfish there. But if Arizona State leaves, what does that mean for Oregon and Washington? I mean, why not? Maybe maybe they can just sit, they sit there and say, hey, we got Arizona State. Hey, Oregon and Washington, you want to join our conference too, even though I know you want to go to the Big Ten. But hey, we can be a way station until that happens. <laughs> well, Oregon is mine. Speaking of Oregon or San Diego State, but let's start with Oregon. Oregon's the new top dog in the Pac-12. They have a solid brand in, uh, brand in every sport. They get national attention every single year realistically, Oregon would be the one other pick that I would like uh, to join the Big 12. And if not, San Diego State for me. I feel like they deserve to be in a Power 5 conference. They've been really solid in football and basketball over the last decade, and it'll bring in a California audience to the conference. So those two would be my realistic picks for that last spot in the Big 12. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about BYU because fall camp is coming up next week and they have a unique look on both sides of the ball. The offense has a new quarterback, new starting running back, couple new wide receivers. On the defensive side, there's a brand new defensive scheme with DCJ Hill and that everyone's excited to see. So there's a lot of change this season with fall camp. It's going to be vital to sort out the roster and prepare BYU football for the biggest season in its history. Cleon, what are three things you want to see happen at fall camp on the offensive side. I want to see the offensive line mauling some guys. I would love to see at the end of the season, Keaton Slovis not injured or injured very little and a BYU rush game that's averaging close to six yards an attempt. The only way that's going to happen is if the offensive line is doing its job the majority of the time. I'd like to see a a line that's going to be mauling the other side of the ball and a deep line so that if someone gets injured because someone's going to get injured, that they're going to be able to still 
you know, maul the other team. Uh, we have a QB that likes to throw the ball. I want to see the ball thrown more to wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. I want to see this ball slung all over the field. And I want to see BYU be able to convert their fourth down tries. This kind of goes back to the offensive line <laughs> thing, but it also comes down to a running game that can bust out and do some things if things start to break down. Uh, so that's what I want to see. We need a bruiser, bruiser who can uh, who can get a few yards. So, uh, or, or maybe a guy who can get on the edge and and be able to pick something up or or reverse. I, I just want to see them be able to convert fourth downs, whatever that is. So I want to see them practice that and get that down because we know Kalani likes to go for it on fourth down. I want to see them be able to convert those fourth downs. I'm 100 percent with you on that. That was brutal. <laughs> to watch last season. Number one for me, I want to see clear front runners at running back and wide receivers. Who's going to be Keaton Slovis's go-to guy? I feel like when you have those clear front runners, you have more chemistry and more confidence moving forward, which you have to have come game one. Number two for me, get Jake Retzlaff game ready. If we know anything about BYU, it's that if you were quarterback, expect to play. If you're the backup quarterback, it just happens year in and year out. Should Keaton Slovis get hurt? Heaven forbid. I want Jake to be ready to step in without much of a drop-off. And number three is I want the offense to establish an identity. This is who we are, and let's stick to it. And I, I feel like they've done a pretty good job of that the last couple of years. On the defensive side, Cleon, who do you want to see or what do you want to see from Jay Hill's unit? I, I want to see a competent defense. I, I'm not expecting miracles. I, I just want to see them play enough to win games, you know, get some key turnovers, have memorable positive plays. At the end of the season, I want to say, hey, you remember when the defense did this? Do you remember when the defense did that? You remember that great sack at this key time? I, I want to hear about those because I know at times they're going to give up big plays. So I want some memorable positive plays on defense. So I just want them to be competent. I don't want them to, you know, give up way too many yards in any game. I just want them to be confident so that they can win, you know, keep the keep the team in games and turn it over to the offense. Uh, a defensive line that can prevent big runs. I think BYU has some good linebackers. I would like to see the D-line disrupt the opponent's O-line enough that allows the linebackers to make plays in open space. And finally, cornerbacks that can be left on an island. I would love it if Jacob Robinson <laughs> and Ed, Eddie Hecker can hold down the outside of the field and funnel everything to the inside of the field where we've already talked about the good linebackers and good safeties. Listen, I don't expect shutdown corners, but just make enough good positive plays to get the offense back on the field. And so that's that's kind of what I'm hoping from the defense. These are some really high hopes. Uh, number one for me on the defensive <laughs> on the defensive side, I want to see discipline on the fundamentals. There were too many missed tackles and assignments last season. Focus on the fundamentals, get those down. And I think Jay Hill's doing a really good job of ingraining that in the players' heads right now. Number two, learn the new defense like the back of their hand. I don't want any confusion on what scheme is being run come game day. And I just want them to be aggressive. And that sounds like that's the name of the game with this specific defense. And number three, the starters need to stay healthy. Cleon, please. I know a lot were out for the spring ball. I want them to be back and be healthy. BYU is trying to build depth on the defensive side with transfers, transfers and recruits and the current guys needs to show up healthy and strong from day one, or they're not going to survive in this conference. All eyes will be on quarterback Keaton Slovis during fall camp as the veteran that leads the Cougars into the big 12. No pressure, Keaton. He chatted with Jason Shepard during media days about what he loves about this team. Here's the interview. I want to start off with this. You obviously have been in P5 conferences before. This is not new to you. 
what are your impressions so far of the Big 12? Even though, I mean, obviously it's very young. Yeah. What's been your impressions of this? Um, it's a little different than every, like every conference has its flair yeah. and personality. Like growing up, I think of Bedlam and all the, like the high scoring, uh, fun offenses, spread offense, Mike Leach, Texas yep. Tech. Um, but then to be here and see those teams, those programs here in person, um, to be a part of it. Also, I feel like we, as BYU, we kind of started that tradition of throwing the ball around. Um, so to me, it's like, it's like we're home almost. Right. We should be deserve to be in this conference. Uh, we fit in with all the other schools, and uh, it's exciting seeing all those logos out there and thinking about all the games and trips we're going to be making. Um, it's pretty sweet. I'm excited for it. So who was your – did you have a favorite team, NFL team? Girl? I mean, I know you're from Arizona. I yeah. mean, were you a Cardinals fan? It kind of was, yeah. I mean, I love, like, Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. I didn't really love the Patriots. I love Brady, you yeah. know. Um, but I was, yeah, I was Cardinals homer. My dad and I would go to training camp and stuff. And, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Diehard Cardinals fans for Very a while. nice. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to – like, because um, Kurt Warner, obviously, you know, took them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, were you able to – I know he's down in that area. Have you, so, you ever had any interaction with him? He was my high school offense coordinator. Oh, that's actually. right. Yeah. Yes. So, that was crazy, too, because growing up, it was like Cardinals were awful forever. And then Kurt Warner shows up, takes us to the Super Bowl. Yes. And then we're pretty bad again until Palmer comes. But – Around that point, Kurt became, he moved into our area. His kids were my age yeah. and started playing football. He started coaching. And so at first, like first practice, you're like, holy crap, that's Kurt Warner. And then <laughs> it gets more and more normal. And now Kurt, uh, we text a good amount and talk a good amount. And when I'm back home, I might throw with him here and there. But yeah, yeah. that was, that's like childhood me would yeah. be freaking out if I, he knew what would happen in the long, long grand scheme of things. Did you have a, was there a quarterback idol you had growing up? Yeah, it was probably Tom Brady. And then, like, I think Kurt would be number two, honestly, yeah. just because, I mean, Tom's the greatest. Like, he's so much fun to watch. But um, I was such a Cardinals homer. Right. And it was only two or three years where he actually got to really play for us. Yeah. Um, but we had so much success. Those offenses were so fun with Larry Fitz and Anquan Bolden. Yeah, I'm getting flashbacks yeah. now. Like, <laughs> you go. man, those teams were my teams. And uh, Kurt was such a baller. Um, and, again, I didn't even know about this greatest show on turf stuff yeah. until I got older. So, like, for my dad, even it was cool. We're seeing like this young, and for everyone else, I'm yep. sure, like seeing this guy who had a great, great story, yep. and then played as a rookie and balled, and then kind of had the situation in New York, and then goes and has success again. Like his story is incredible. There's been some tie-ins between BYU and and the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I, I mean, obviously Max Hall was a quarterback oh, yeah. there for a while, and you know he it's. That's uh, that's cool. That's cool that, um, that. Well, that's the weird thing. Like, I don't know Max Hall from BYU. I know him from being from Arizona. The Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. No, I really do. Yeah. Have you had a chance to talk to him? I since? haven't. I haven't yet. Yeah. That's you talk about. You all, talk I've about, heard yeah, great things. Yeah. Great, great guy. So now you said that the idol, probably Tom Brady. Have you ever had a chance to meet him? I have not. I've, I've met Peyton Manning, and that's like up sure. there too at the Manning camp. And uh, but no, I haven't had a chance to meet Tom. That would be, that would be like up there with the coolest people yeah. I could ever meet. All it's right. like Steve Nash. Tom Brady, Kurt Warner, and then <laughs> so okay. all the Arizona fans, and then I'll throw Tom up there. Okay. But, so yeah. are you a big Suns fan? Huge then too? Suns fans. Too. Obviously, I figured yes. because of the Steve Nash. So what do you make of the uh, the the new? What is it? The, are they big three or big four? With now that Bradley Beal is there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. With I mean, Devin Booker and you know KD. I I just I I'm excited. Yeah. I think I I think Devin Booker is so underrated and he's so great. Obviously, KD, everyone knows what he does, but. Um, I mean, I'm excited. We got a new owner. Yep. We're making some moves. That's right. As a Suns fan, I'm, I'm pretty fired up. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. This has been a fun <laughs> question that I've asked all of your teammates. And it's, it's, uh, it's got some pretty interesting responses. So we're talking about babysitting here, okay? Okay. So let's, let's go into the future. You're a parent. You have kids. Yes. 
Name the one teammate that you would not want to babysit them. Oof, that I wouldn't want babysitting. That you my would kids. not. <laughs> it would probably have to be like uh, Isaiah Glasker, honestly. I love Zay. Okay. But I feel like he tried to get my kids in some trouble or something. <laughs> you know, you don't want you don't want to you know putting he'd, he'd bad. Be, yeah. yeah, you don't. I mean, he'd be fun. He'd be like yes. the fun uncle that like yes. sneaks your kids around to like go like you know I don't know hit divots out of the sure. yard lawn or Everybody's got to have a fun uncle. Though, yeah, right? exactly. Okay. Like he'd be he'd be at the family gathering, but I wouldn't want to like leave him around sure. for too long with him. Okay. <laughs> All right, superpower. What would be your superpower of choice if you uh, were able to uh, be granted it? Oof, that's a great question. I feel like everyone says flying. I don't think flying is that cool because no one else is up in okay. the air. Okay, flying would be mine. Fly, okay, flying's cool. I got, but I need something more original. Okay. I would say, I would say like mind reading would be like Ooh. kind of overpowered. Okay, but see, here's my thing with the mind reading. Do we really want to know what people think? Well, so that's the thing. I think you can choose oh. my power. I don't have to see everyone's mind. Selective. But if I want to, like, Ooh. like what are you thinking right now? I could do it, but I don't okay. have to. Yeah, that'd be too much. I was thinking yeah. that too. Be like, too I much don't know, know if I really want to know what people think about me. That's also that's maybe <laughs> see, a good that's, point. That's where I'm point. getting into. Like, I don't really know if I want to know. That's true. You just fly around, and that'd be pretty cool. That's that'd true. Be good enough. Yes. And then, but then honestly, if I knew what they were thinking, they'd be like, "Oh, look at that jerk." Yeah, about cool saying. flying around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so the last time I talked to you, uh, you were throwing out the first pitch at the uh, at the BYU baseball game. So I, I talked to you after that. So, and we talked that you know, obviously your quarterback, your football guy. If you could play another sport, what would it be? See, I, I grew up playing basketball. I love basketball, mm -hmm. but I've been getting the itch for golf lately. Ooh. Been playing a lot, and I look at like I watch PGA Tour sometimes and watch all the events, and I'm like, man, that would be a great way, like great sport to play if you were good at it. So, um, do you play enough? Like, do you play a lot? I play a good amount now. I say I play twice a week at least, really? in the, especially in the summer. During, like during the school year, you don't yeah. get out as much. But I played played a good amount. I uh, actually played with John Beck on. Uh, Monday. So oh, very nice. Yeah, 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 picking yeah. his brain too, I would imagine. Oh yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, Rico was telling me he works at a golf course. He could probably hook you up. Oh yeah, I didn't know that either. So I heard <laughs> that like a few hours ago. We were talking about golf with Ben, trying to get him yeah. the right clubs and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I might need to hit him up, get him, get me on the course after twilight hours. You know, after everyone's yeah. going in, that'd be fun. All right, last question. How, how excited are you for this year? Everybody's so excited. Yeah. Not just for everything around <laughs> the Big Twelve, but this this team's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, I love this team. Like I really do, and I think. Everyone's like, what's the most exciting thing about the Big 12? And it's exciting going to the new conference, but I'm just excited to have this season with the guys that yep. you know we've, we've grinded with all summer and all spring and um, such a great group of kids, such a like, deserving group of guys. Um, so I'm excited to experience it with them. Keaton, great stuff as always. Appreciate the time. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Coming up, we're only five weeks away from game one. And as part of the countdown, we'll tell you about some famous fives in BYU football history. Plus, Tyler Batty tells us why we should be excited about the new defense. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Cleon Wall. Since we're just five weeks from watching BYU football take the field to begin this unprecedented season, we're going to tell you how the number five has been important in BYU football history with five facts. Number one, in 1996, BYU finished fifth in the AP poll and became the first team in the NCAA to win 14 games 
in the season. Ah, oh, 96, Cleon. Um, I'm, getting, days, I'm huh? getting a tear in my eye. I was a student then. <laughs> yep, I remember it well. Anyway, okay, oh, sorry. Yes, stuff. that I, I have fond memories of that 1996 team and uh, the 1997 Cotton Bowl. So, uh, But that doesn't deal with the number five. Let's go back to Jim McMahon <laughs> was drafted number five overall in the 1982 draft. And then Ziggy Ansah was also drafted fifth overall in the 2013 NFL draft. So there you go. Two great players who played for BYU who went number five overall in the NFL draft. Unless we forget when BYU joined a power five conference, Ooh. BYU joined the Big 12 on July 1st of 2023. Very significant. Oh, that's great. Uh, Steve Young was inducted into the college football. This is a bit of a stretch. I'm going to tell you folks right now. This is a bit of a stretch, okay? Steve Young. We're was all in- about bit of a stretches. <laughs> Steve Young was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame and the Pro Ho- Football Hall of Fame in 2005, or maybe it was five years after the year 2000. After the year 2000. So yeah. So bit of a Listen, stretch, but whatever. Anything to do. With Steve Young, we're gonna find we're gonna find the number five anywhere in his history, and we're gonna include it. Uh, number five, Andy Reid is fifth all time in NFL wins as a head coach. That's pretty cool. Yeah, truthfully, five is is pretty significant in BYU football history. So, moving on, junior defensive end Tyler Batty is one of the leaders on the defensive side of the ball and ready to show what he can do playing with the big boys. He sat down with Jason Shepard at Big Twelve Media Days, and here's his interview. Tyler, we're, we're here. Like, it's Big 12 Media Day. Is this, is this what you had, had hoped it would be? Like, now that you're here and you sort of see how grand this all is, take me through what's going through your mind now that this is reality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't really have any expectations, you know, for it other than, you know, like our media day, yeah. what we've done at BYU. Um, but it's been, it's been super cool uh, just having all the teams here. Um, having all the players here, you know, from the other schools, and uh, and yeah, just all the all the media members as well, right? There's like 700 or however many yeah, of them it's here. Crazy, it's, isn't yeah, it? yeah. There's a lot, a lot of people here, a lot of lot of excitement, and so it's been, yeah, it's definitely lived up to any expectations I had. Okay, I realize asking this question, there's a chance because I, I know you don't want to single any other team out, but is there a team that you're looking forward to, to playing the most? I mean, the one and. Obviously, yeah. you, you can answer however you want. I would think probably Texas because it's Texas and you're going to Texas. But is there a team you're looking forward to playing the most? Um, yeah, that's, see, that's a t- it's really a tough question because I'm excited to play all of them, right? It's a, I think it's an awesome conference. I think it's super competitive. Yeah. I, of course, Texas, especially with the history we have yep. with Texas. Yep. You know what I mean? I think that's, I think that's the game probably the majority of people are excited for. And what I probably... do you remember most from that game? Honestly, not a whole lot. The leap, though, right? Yeah, the of taste course. Of, leap. of course. Like, that's going to live Iconic. forever, right? Exactly. Exactly. If you're if you're a BYU fan, yeah. You, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's, like, I think, the first <laughs> thing that comes to your mind when you think BYU versus Texas. Iconic. Um, you know, maybe we have to, you know, change the Heisman pose. To... Ooh. Okay, so here's my question. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, in the Texas game, interception you're going the other way you've got somebody let's say I, we'll just say a, a wide receiver's coming to try to tap you. <laughs> could you recreate the Taysom leap and go in for the touchdown 
I, I I would say yeah. I would say I'm confident enough. You know. Okay. Little guy coming to ankle pick me. I feel like okay. I could, I feel like I could get up. All right. All right. Very nice. I like that. I would actually like to see that. And if it happens. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to remind you we had okay, this conversation deal. on Media Day, okay? Deal. Okay. Absolutely. All right, That's all right. I'll be looking for an interception Call, for Texas. Calling my shot, to, <laughs> to say the least. All right. Uh, if you could switch positions with anybody else, what other position would you like to play? Man. Honestly, probably like safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to play Ooh. safety because you just get a – you, a, you know, if you're playing a little bit of free safety back there, you just get to sit back and take people people's heads off, you know. So yeah. that's that would that would be fun, you know. I mean, coverage, you know, would be fun as well, you know. Some like we said, some interceptions, you know. But you know, maybe lean up a little bit. No, I think I think playing safety would be fun. If you talk to Coach Hill or Coach <laughs> or any, you know any, anybody like, hey, you know, I'm just saying, just, it's out just there. Just in case, you know. Yeah. Probably a little too heavy to be back there, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think it'd be cool. But any other positions, I don't know. I mean, football, you know, yeah. I think I think anywhere on the field, sure. you know, is fun. You just want to play. Amen. Absolutely. You just want to be, however, however, wherever it's at, you just yeah, want to play. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What is, um, what excites you most about this year? Shoot, I, uh, we get to play football. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I think, uh, I think that's one of the things. Going into a conference is really cool. You know what I mean, and and of course BYU not having been in a conference for however many years, it's been a long time. I think as you know, as the players, we especially playing independent, we played so many different teams every year. It's almost as if it's another year independence. You know, when it really comes down to yeah. it, you know what I mean. We're gonna see some new venues, we're gonna see some new teams. Um, and at the end of the day, it's football, right? You know, we're just gonna be we're just gonna be out there playing football, so. How much fun has has the not to say that it wasn't fun before, obviously, but there's been a lot of changes on the defensive side. What what's what have you noticed that's been different uh, and that's maybe energized you? Yeah, absolutely. New scheme. End of the day. Yeah, new 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 defensive philosophy with Coach Hill coming in. You know, it's been a complete change up from what we were doing before, and and it's been a lot of fun learning the defense and and playing in it. You know, and and my role in that defense. Um, you know, as it's kind of changed from. Uh, you know what maybe we were doing before um, that's been really exciting for me okay this is a question that I've asked some of your other teammates and this has kind of been a fun one so I want to ask you the same thing so no kids yet for you guys correct but let's just let's push this into the future you have kids mm-hmm. who's the one current teammate you would absolutely not want to babysit them <laughs> um, mm. Okay, first, who would you want to babysit them? Talmadge Gunther. Oh, oh that, like, no hesitation. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so why Talmadge? Already just, had, you know, he's, he, Talmadge is just great guy, already has kids of his own, yeah. you know. Okay, seasoned. Seasoned, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, so you did not hesitate. Yeah. Okay, so now we got that one, the other side. Shoot. Who don't you want to babysit? Oh, man. You're thinking of somebody. You're just deciding whether you want to say it. Uh, man, well, it's it's tricky. I don't, you know. I Cody said Micah Harper. He he wouldn't let Micah. He wouldn't Micah because he knows he knows they're too close. He okay, knows he has too many stories fair. he can tell the that's, kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's I'm 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 weighing the same things right now. I'm weighing the You're same. You're like who things. knows what about exactly. me? Exactly. Who's gonna get me in trouble with exactly. my own kids? Exactly. Uh, oh man, I probably man. 
Shoot. Would you let Ben Bywater babysit them? We're going to talk with Ben coming up. Probably not. You know, I probably, again, I'd probably give him to Talmadge before I gave him to Ben. No. John uh, Nelson? No. Okay, that was quick. Why no immediately? You know, I just want to keep my kids safe. Oh, you know? oh okay. All you know, right. I'm, I'm risky enough as is. If I'm loaning them out to someone, you know, I want them yes. to be extra safe, not... You know, John, I would say John's too much like me. Okay. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we share too many similarities. Okay. You know, I know, again, yes. I know John too well. You know, yes. I know tendencies. No, John's a great guy. Um, but, uh, but no, I don't, know if I'd, I don't know if I'd let him babysit my kids. While we're on the subject of babysitting, how good of a babysitter do you think he'd be? Stellar. Really? Yeah. Grew up with lots of little nephews. I think I, I, think I could take care of take care of business. Very nice. Tyler, great stuff, man. Always good to Absolutely. talk to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Keaton Slovis, Tyler Batty, and Jason Shepard for coming on the show with us. You can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio.